Bobcat fans. Support both your favorite team and Montana State students. When you shop at the student and faculty-owned MSU Bookstore, your purchase lowers the price of course materials for Montana State students. Montana State is in the midst of a historic year, and the MSU Bookstore has everything you need, from jerseys to garments, t-shirts to sweatshirts. You can also find the vast selection of Bobcat gear online by visiting msubookstore.org. Help students excel and look your best in blue and gold. The MSU Bookstore is your Bobcat gear headquarters. What is now on ESPN Radio. Look out now, folks. We got Johnny Cash on the speakers. I got my energy drink in me here on a Monday afternoon. And we got the turbo charge. Marty Mortaway against the studio. What's up, coach? That means we're turning it up. Let's <laughs> roll. Little Johnny Cash, the man in black. And you got you an energy drink. You are the man in black today, too. Well, it makes you look skinnier. See, that's what I hear. Huh? All right, what do we got going today? We got all sorts of stuff going yeah. today. If you missed anything in the first hour of the show, the Montana Football Hour, uh, diagnosing the playoff victory for the Bobcats, the playoff loss for the Grizzlies, and going through the rest of the FCS playoffs. I'll give you a hint. It was chalk. All the seeds won. All the unseeded teams lost. So uh, I think that the uh, the committee got it right. The final eight teams are the final teams that are the top eight in the country. I didn't expect that. I thought maybe there'd be one or two upsets, but... I think it shows you how hard the travel is, and it also shows you just how good some of the best teams are. We went over all that in the uh, Montana Football Hour during hour number one. You can find it uh, on the Nuanas Now podcast, probably presented by uh, the M Store as well as the MSU Bookstore. Don't worry, Ma. My energy drink is not actually an energy drink. It's like an organic, you know, it's got all sorts of (laughs) plant-based and natural caffeine. Trust me, I'm a freak. I study this stuff extensively. So it's not, you know, just your typical monster. That's probably a thing in the NFL, though, right? Guys just sucking down their caffeine all the time. Because you're working 16-hour days during the season, right? Uh, Well, coaches. Coaches, coaches, for sure. Coaches are different. Players, it's amazing. They're very, very intelligent when it comes to their own bodies nowadays. Now, 20, 25 years ago, one like that. No, totally. You know, now, uh, most of them, not all of them. Sure. But most of them are very, very particular with what goes into their body. But let's get to the 1AA playoffs. All eight home teams. Yep. All the ones that were seeded won. And last year, I believe, it was seven out of eight that won. So is it that those eight teams are really that much better, or is it the home field advantage? And I think home field advantage is big, and it's even bigger the further you go. For sure. And, I, you know, it's, it's easy to sort of get stuck in the moment, but it's, it's also worth remembering you know, from, from the Montana school's perspective. Montana, University of Montana, has only ever won one road playoff game in their history. 2008 at James Madison. Montana State has only ever won one road playoff game in their history. In the FCS era, I'm talking about. And that was last year at Sam Houston State. So, you know, this is not something new. It is really, really, really hard to go on the road and win in the playoffs. Yeah, that's an amazing stat. It seems like it's... Harder at the one double A level than it is in the NFL because you do see some road teams winning in the NFL. Marty Mortaway against studio with us. It's the Monday afternoon quarterback with Coach Marty. It's presented by Front Street Pizza, Dazzler's Car Wash, and Rome Student Housing. Thanks to Front Street Pizza for their continued support. Front Street has traditionally sourced delicious pizza. You can get it by the slice or by the pizza pie. It's right there on Front Street below Rome Student Housing, across from the public library. Go check out uh, Front Street Pizza conveniently right there 
on Front Street. Uh, before we get to some NFL coach, the, I, again, it's tough to win on the road in the playoffs no matter who you are. Uh, the Grizzlies fought hard in the first two and a half quarters of that game. They fought hard for the whole game, but they, they, they were in the mix against North Dakota State. Corbin Walker had the pick six to cut it to just one, and, and even when it's 28-20, you're thinking, okay, but Lucas Johnson goes down with yet another injury. you got to feel bad for that guy because, I mean, he's just was banged up all year long. And uh, then the dam broke, and, and North Dakota State ripped off three 68-yard-plus runs. And on two of them, you could kind of just see that Montana just was kind of out of gas. Like, hit the guy at the line, thought they had him, and then, boom, he comes squirting out, and there's nobody left to tackle him. And uh, a tough, tough way for the season to end for the Grizzlies. This is your first year back at really following this stuff heavily, though. I mean, first of all, what did you think of the game on Saturday? Oh, it's a hell of a game up until the last, what, one and a half quarters. I, I thought the Grizz really had an opportunity going into that ball game. They would have had to have some things go in their favor. And, of course, it didn't. It was pretty even. I mean, we gave them one. I'm talking about the Grizz. And, and then they gave us one. And, uh, you know, the face mask on the on the quarterback I thought was a missed, a missed call. And it reminded me of the Sac State game just a little bit. But, look, you've got to overcome those. For sure. right? If you're going to win a national championship, you've got to overcome some of the injuries that you'll go through, right? So, some of the scheduling. The schedule hit them in the face, right? That's a reason, but it's no excuse. You got to overcome it. You got to overcome a call, you know, at Sac State. You over got to overcome a bounce of the ball. All of those things overcome, and that's the one thing that we were unable to do uh, against very good teams. Well, that, that's what I said in the first hour. Is that I think that the number one thing. Well, I think one of the number one things Montana needs to do is that it is true that they played several top five teams in the country on the road. But you are the Montana Grizzlies. Like at some point, the you need to reascend as a program to the point where bring it on because we're the number two team in the country or the number one team in the country. I mean that was that was the trademark of Bobby Houck's programs. They never talked about the schedule or who they're playing or where they were playing them because they were the number one team in the country. Everybody else was the ones talking about. Well, the schedule's tough for us this year because we got to go to Missoula. They need to get back to that. Yes, you're exactly right. And I've talked about overcoming a, a couple of times here. Look, when you go on the road, especially in the playoffs, you pack your defense, you pack your special teams, sure. and then and then you score enough points to win that game. And, and we were unable to do it like that uh, against the Bison of North Dakota State. This team, too, though, I think that they somewhat uh, – you and I talked about this. When they were sitting there at 5-0 and and they were two uh, number two in the country – we were talking about how maybe the biggest opponent that they were going to have to face for the rest of the regular season for sure was going to be themselves. Yeah. And then they got upset by Idaho the next week, and that was sort of the first domino. And then I think the expectations were as big of an obstacle as anything. Yeah, I think you're right. The Idaho thing surprised me. For sure. That was what that was one of the few that surprised me this year. And I think it surprised them as a team. No question. And they weren't over uh, able to overcome uh, a bad situation at home against the Vandals, who were a, a much better team than I think people thought. Sure. But they were up and coming. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you, Coulter. Uh, d- what do you think? Just a couple more things about the Grizz here. Marty Mornoway in studio with us. It's the Monday afternoon quarterback with Coach Marty. We do this the second hour of each uh, Monday show. What are the the biggest missing pieces for this team, in your estimation? Well, look, you've got you've got to identify incoming players. You you've got to acquire them. 
is right. one of the key. You've got to be able to acquire them, keep them, and then you've got to develop them. And then you have to have a philosophy, which I think they do, even though I disagree with some of it, you sure. know, the, 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 how they go about their business. But, but, and, and then that philosophy has to be able to adjust to your own personnel and then to your opponent. And in college, it has surprised me uh, because there's very little. Uh, individual specific game plans for the next opponent. I'm talking call, uh, all over the country. Sure. It just surprises me that way. Because in the NFL, it is all about individual specific matchups going right. into a game. And you spend hours and hours and hours and hours devising a whole new plan in many cases. Uh, you know, you know yourself. There's some things you're going to do. It just is how you go about it. Sure. Right. But there are specific things. Uh, stymie their strengths and attack their weaknesses. And how do you do that? Know what your weaknesses are. And you've, you've got to take care of those as well. So I don't see as much of that. And at, in the college uh, ball. No, totally. I mean, they're trying to do what they do well, right? I mean, yeah. they, they, you're trying to do what you do well, and that's what we're going to do, and we're going to do it and do it and do it some more. And that's, I mean, it's across the country. You're, you're right. It's not just uh, the Montana Grizzlies. The, uh, the way college football has evolved now, too, in the fact that, and, and Bobby Houck actually acknowledged this today, and it was the first time he had acknowledged it like this. And he's talked about the transfers and the transfer portal and all that stuff. He's talked about that. Um, Throughout the last couple of years. But today he made a comment in his, his postseason press conference that he said it, it used to be about trying to build an entire team, entire program, and you have like a five-year lens. And he said now it's about trying to get the best team you can possibly get on campus in August. It's the team, not the program. That's actually very NFL, right? I mean, you might have your your stalwart guys that are your franchise players or whatever, and your, you know your quarterback that you're building everything around. But you might have half your team that's new guys, right? Yes. Uh, sometimes up to 40% of an NFL team is new. I remember back in the day, right before I got into the NFL, before free agency, before the salary cap, you could keep the fellas together for the most part for 8, 10, sometimes even 12 years, Right. Uh, some of your core guys. That's not the way it is anymore. I, I saw where Dion took, Dion Sanders, took baby. the Colorado job. And, uh, I was just reading about it today, and he said in his first team meeting, he had cameramen in there, and he said, I'm going to make all of you superstars, right? We know how to do this social media thing. I'm yep. not all for the NIL. I'm not all for this. No hats. No earrings, no hoodies, and you know. But he's going to make them all superstars. He says, "I know how to do it." But you got to win. That's right. And that's his. That's how he's going to accumulate a bunch of draft picks, so to speak. You know, he's going to get them in there. And I wouldn't be surprised uh, because that's what kids. That's what kids are wanting uh, nowadays. They want. They want to get out there just a little bit more than they used to be. And that, and that's one part where I think that. Two things can be true at once, right? You can be listening to the show. You could be a big fan of the Grizz. You could be a big fan of Bobby Houck. You could be a big fan of the way he does things. You could love his old school mentality. You can love all that stuff. It still does not take away from the reality of what kids in society want today. They want these stars. And I, I think that I don't know. Again, you can dig your heels in and say, well, we're going to build a winning program that doesn't have anything to do with that. I think you're going to miss out on a lot of talent if you do. I think that you have to find a balance in being able, like, like Dion's saying, we're going to do it my way. We're going to do it together. We're going to win, but I'm also going to make you a star. Yeah. Now, don't kid yourself. 
Dion's a Dion's a tough nut now. Oh, for sure. You know, now he pay, would pick his spots, but when 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 he needed to hit somebody, it, it would come. Oh, and he sure. was the, one of the very best. Uh, only when it counted, though, right when the game was on the line. But love uh, Bobby's old school mentality. Sure. Love the way he approaches. Love all all of that. Uh, it, the times have changed just a little bit sure. with this with this uh, social media and nil. I think Sanders might be. Uh, genius in this aspect. We'll do all of the social yeah. media for you. We're going to make you the superstar so the players stay out of it. That's right. You know, I think there's a little bit of of, uh, of, of genius in there uh, that way. Uh, and, and it surprised me just a little bit. And I'm, I thought about it. I'm going... This might this might work for him in Boulder, Colorado. It, it might it definitely might. I think that that situation, which we could talk about for a long time if we really wanted to, uh, I think that there's no middle ground there. I think it's going to be as, so 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 good or so that's, so so bad. That's right. I think he's bringing like <laughs> ten guys uh, from yeah. where he was. And Jackson State. Uh, is yeah. there ten guys that can play? Uh, in in that league we'll and see. win a bunch of games. I don't know. We'll see. We're going to find out, aren't we? We're going to definitely yeah. find out. Yeah, but, but Bobby's got a heck of a staff over there. Look at look. There there is no question that those players and coach prepare For and sure. they work hard. Yep. Right. They put they put their time in. They and they're well prepared and 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 there's no substitute for the hard work and preparation that go into the game. Now I wish that they were a little bit more dynamic That's right. on both sides of the ball, both both scheme-wide and talent-wise. I, I do think if Lucas stayed healthy, he gave them a little bit of that. It's true. I just wish that they could figure out a way to, to pivot within the scope of the action. I do think that their plan going into games is sound and great. I think that when the plan doesn't go according to plan, they have a really hard time pivoting. And I think that that's... A, that, that's something they got to look at moving forward. Marty Mornaway again, studio with us here on Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio. It's the Monday afternoon quarterback with Coach Marty. Okay, last question here on this, Coach. Um, you played for the Grizz 40-some years ago, and the Grizz program has uh, grown in certain ways to become uh, a, a juggernaut, a monster. And I, I do think that you know when you guys were doing it, you were trying to put Montana on the map. You're trying to, you know, get back to winning ways, and and uh, and we did, and you did. One well, night, 19- well, I like to say that our te- my teammates and I, we got that stadium built. That's right. I mean, that, the 1982 championship yeah. certainly laid the foundation for then Harley Lewis to go raise the money to build the Washington Grizzly Stadium, and that that's one of the huge launch points for Grizz football. But now, I think that there's no use belly aching about the monster that Grizz football has become. It is what it is, and it's a, by and large, it's a huge advantage for the University of Montana to yeah. have so many people. I mean, you were on the TV broadcast. You said, you know, the ratings were crazy. I mean, it's true, though. I mean, hundreds of thousands of people are loving Grizz football in a state of only a million people on a given Saturday. That's, that's great for the university as a whole. I just think that they need to... Here's the thing. We, we talked about with, with your sons. Bobby Cade's coaching at Carroll. They made the playoffs. Great year. Big Sky, 6-4 record. Coaching out there at Columbia. Great. Montana, 8-5. and five, Not good enough. That's what it is, though, and I think that they have to figure out. It's not that they don't embrace that. I do think they embrace it, but I think that that's going to be an omnipresent monster that they have to deal with always. It is a monster, but that's a good thing, like you just said, Sir. because players thrive. They thrive in a well-thought-out 
well-organized environment that has discipline and high expectations. That's where you get the very best out of the fellas, and I'm talking the football players, the athletes, under those conditions. So embrace it and and look at Understand, and, and you're backing the president of the university, the fans, AD, you know, all, all these people. They have to understand injuries can bite you every sure. now and then. Yep. Being overaggressive might bite you every now and then, but that pays off in the long run, right? Scheduling hit them in the face. That's not, that's not an excuse, but it's, it's reality. I think they should have won one or two more of those. All of those, the bounce of the ball, some referees' calls. Sure. When again, Overcome it, overcome it, overcome it, but embrace those high expectations. Monday afternoon quarterback with Coach Marty, presented by Rome Student Housing. Rome Student Housing, excuse me. Uh, they have all sorts of cool stuff going on over there. They have a variety of different units for you, whether you want one bedroom all the way up to four bedroom. Modern floor plan design. The majority of the units have their own full bathrooms attached to the bedroom, so no more sharing the sink, no more sharing the shower. They have controlled access into the building with cameras to give you and your student peace of mind. They also have pet-friendly apartments available. They also have a sweet ski tune room. So it's snowing, and it's not going to stop. So if you've got your skis, you want to go get your skis all tuned up there. And they got that going for you as well. Activity rooms with gaming stations. It's walkable to both downtown and the University of Montana campus. And they have a whole bunch of other fun stuff coming in uh, 2023 as well. Go check out Rome Student Housing there on Front Street. It's an awesome option for you, your current student, or your aspiring student. Appreciate Rome Student Housing for helping us bring you the Monday afternoon quarterback uh, each Monday here on Nuanas. Now take a step outside of college and get into what you're here for, the NFL. That's next. Keep it right here. Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio. For unquestionably committed coverage of Montana, Montana State, and Big Sky Conference athletics from a homegrown local source, you can count on Skyline Sports. The grassroots news-gathering organization is owned and operated by Coulter and Brooks Nuanas, a pair of Missoula natives and University of Montana graduates. For the best sports journalism in the state, you can choose to buy local when you choose to buy Skyline Sports. For $8 a month or $90 a year, you can get the best coverage available at SkylineSportsMT.com. Skyline Sports, every day, every season. ESPN Missoula. Watch the show statewide on SWX Montana Television. I've been sad the last week or so. A couple of my favorites passed away. Christine McVie, co-lead singer of Fleetwood Mac. And then over the weekend, Sonny Holland, one of the greatest Bobcats of all time. And uh, too bad, both life well-lived. Christine McVie was 79, Coach Holland was 84. So uh, certainly great journeys for them. Uh, but I've been stuck on the Fleetwood Mac train. Coach, were you a Fleetwood Mac fan back in the day? You know me. Yeah, you yeah, like they, uh, they were okay. I like all <laughs> kinds of music. But really, there's only two kinds, right? Country and Western. So, I mean, it's just that simple. But, yeah, sure, they're fine. <laughs> I love it. I knew you were going to say that. So that's why I had to ask you. Coach Marty Mornaweg in studio with me, Coulter Nuanas. It is the Monday afternoon quarterback. It is presented by Dazzler's Car Wash of Missoula. Dazzler's Car Wash, great place to keep your rig sparkling and clean all winter long. They're going to be using the de-icer on the road for the foreseeable future. That stuff, really good for de-icing the road, really bad for the underneath part of your truck, I promise. So go over to Dazzler's. They'll get the whole thing, including the undercarriage, all washed up. Keep it shiny and clean. It's also really quick. 
And uh, stay tuned. We got a $50 gift card for you coming up from Dazzlers uh, a little bit later on here uh, in the show. Coach, five big questions about the NFL weekend that was. Number one, yesterday one of the biggest stories, especially in the morning games, was some of the the, uh, brand-name quarterbacks going out. Uh, Lamar Jackson got hurt, got knocked out of that game. The Ravens still figured out a way to pull it out somehow. Well, not somehow. It's because the Broncos can't score. Uh, The 49ers lost Jimmy Garoppolo. It did not look good. And then probably the one that actually looked like the worst injury was Trevor Lawrence. He he stayed in the game. I don't know what his status is moving forward. Might have been one of those ones where if he came out, it would have hurt him a lot worse than just staying for the rest of that game. He might be out next week. But you've been a, a coach in the NFL forever. When your stud gets knocked out, I mean, how do you not panic? What's it like in the scope of a game? No panic. It can't happen, right? So you have a plan that I used to spend hours uh, every week on for the backup quarterback because you've got to play right to his strengths. And I thought that San Francisco did a nice job of that and won the game with their well, – he, he was a sixth or seventh round pick out of Iowa State, and he's a rookie. They did a nice job with him just playing right to his strength. They know they knew him. It yeah. looked like they knew him inside and out. Play to the man's strength. Then moving forward. You've got to stay one step ahead of your opponent because now they've got film on you. The Baltimore was a different issue. That young man was like one and six or seven or eight or nine. Tyler Huntley, yeah. yeah, you know, and so and, and he played well too at stretches last year. But yeah, he it was a big struggle, and they sort of were. He, he threw a couple picks. He did. Yeah, and but but then he put it together. Right at the end of the game in this Denver thing, man alive. Oh, jeez. They've got such a good defense. Such a good defense. Such a good defense. And they just struggle to win a game. I mean, I can't imagine what it's like for those guys on the defense. I mean, they're giving up like 12 points per game, and they're and they're losing every week. Man alive. Uh, you know, and, and they've got Russell, who just doesn't look like himself. So that'll be interesting. But getting back to your original question, the backup quarterback always have – uh, individual plan for him going into every game that he knows up and down, it plays right to his strengths, then you have a chance. You have a chance. Doesn't mean that you are going to because losing Lamar Jackson, that's like big. Everything goes through right. him. I mean, right. you know, and, and so they struggle to score some points and, and their defense kept them in it and then and then they put one drive. That's all it needed was one drive at the end of the game. Well, and, you know, you compare and contrast Baltimore and San Francisco, right? Jimmy Garoppolo is good. Solid, solid, good, you know, middle middle of the NFL type starting guy, but but good, and he's won a lot of games. Lamar Jackson is one of the best guys in the league. I mean, Lamar Jackson, MVP. Lamar Jackson is, is you know, in terms of dual threat, one of the greatest to ever do it. So there's also a little bit of a dichotomy there, right? Because the fall off from Lamar Jackson, no matter what, is going to be huge because you're just not going to be Lamar Jackson, whereas the backup might be a little bit closer to Jimmy Garoppolo, right? That's, that's, that's a really good point. I will say... Even though you know I'm so biased towards Lamar. For sure. Jimmy Garoppolo's won way more playoff oh, games than Lamar. I think Lamar's sure. only won one. For He's sure. got to kind of get over that hump, get himself healthy. But but it looks like Jimmy's out for an extended period of time. Lamar may only be out for a couple of weeks is what uh, I, I'm understanding. So that, and, and look, when they say a couple, it's usually a couple or a couple more. It's, yeah, it's right. one of those two things, typically. Well, it, the coaches and the players, 
they don't have the opportunity to panic. I guarantee you, if you're the Jacksonville Jaguars front office and you see that hit on the backside, you are panicking because you got all your chips invested in this kid out of Clemson. And I really hope Trevor Lawrence was okay. I mean, the NFL, you get guys get hurt all the time, but when you see like the backside knee hits, it just makes you sick, man. It just it's yeah. just so hard to watch. Well, they've tried for sure. They tried hard to keep the quarterback clean. They got rid of most of the cut blocks. You know, uh, you can still cut block inside the tackle box. But but look at I will say we talked about this before. The unders are hitting at a, such a high rate, unbelievable. And, and I th- I know one of the reasons is defenders no longer. They no longer have to defend the cut block. Right. So they can play fast and furious. Same in college. I mean, there was one game that I was doing uh, for the Grizz and their opponent, the back, cut a man coming off the edge, a secondary player, strong safety, and it was just outside the tackle box. I mean, that used to be legal. Sure. And now it's illegal. I mean, you've got a 175-pound back blocking a 225-pound strong safety. That's coming uh, like a bat out of hell, and you can no longer use the cut block. That's that's a big advantage to a defensive player. Monday afternoon quarterback presented by Dazzler's Car Wash. Marty Mornowig in studio with us. We'll get that uh, legacy package over there at Dazzler's Car Wash. 31 bucks for entry level, all the way up to $37. The $37 special is going to get you unlimited, deluxe, best car wash they have to offer over there. I think the, the 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 top wash over there is seventeen bucks. If you go through twice a month, you're already paying for it. So uh, go check out Dazzler's Car Wash uh, right next to us, right here on Radio Way. Uh, Baker Mayfield, former number one overall pick, former Heisman Trophy winner, and uh, a guy who whose star rose quickly in the NFL. Well, his star has crashed pretty quickly as well. He got cut today. Yeah, uh, this is one of the crazy sort of ebbs and flows that we've seen uh, for number one overall picks. You and I have talked about Baker Mayfield in the past. might have been last year. But when he was coming out, I thought he was one of the most accurate passers of the football coming out of college since the man named Peyton Manning. For sure. He could throw the football accurately. And so there were so many red flags on the young man, though. None of them were all that serious, but there were so many of them right. that it bothered me just a little bit. And and you've got to ask yourself, when things go really well, how's this young man going to handle it? Because it probably will, because sure. he's skilled, right? And then when things go really bad, right, with for this young man, which it probably will because he's so young, sure. how is he going to handle it? And I think some of those red flag type of issues haven't disappeared. Some young men sort of mature yeah. and outgrow some of those things that happened to him when they were 18 to 22 years old. It doesn't look like he has outgrown it. The thing that's so fascinating to me is, you know, Baker Mayfield's antics, you know, sticking the Oklahoma flag in the middle of the Ohio State field and all that sort of stuff. I was like, okay, it's cute. It's whatever in college. I get it. He's going to get beat down when he gets to the NFL, and he'll, he'll get a piece of humble pie, and he'll swallow it. He stayed brash, but it actually worked for a minute. Yeah. And Cleveland kind of rallied around him. And he got guys like Odell Beckham and Jarvis Landry, and these guys are, okay, they're ready. They're like, this guy's okay. The thing that's so interesting to me is that he was always going to ride the emotional roller coaster because that's kind of his personality. He's gotten way worse as an actual quarterback. That's the part that's like very, very confusing to me. Is he's fully regressed? Like he's, he, he, 
him being relegated to a backup is one thing. Him being cut today is because he can't play anymore. That's what's really, really strange to me. Well, you've seen others. Yeah. Carson Wentz. Sure. Right. Uh, he, he he gets an ACL and, and that never was the same. Sure. Not, not that he can't throw the ball. Not that he can't win a game. No, totally. Or two. But but he he uh, and and then this man. There's been others as well. But for sure, the one with Baker. I mean, there was like I counted them. There was like eight. You know, uh, and but the ones when he ran from the cops and they had it on film, and I'm going, okay, look, it. He probably had a couple too many pops, but the cops splattered him. I wanted to see a little more athleticism there. <laughs> what do you? Can we? Sh- I told him in, in the evaluation meeting we should sign the, the policeman. I mean, he hit him like a ton of bricks right there. New Will linebacker. Yeah, they had that one on film. You know, but all those things. Your quarterback is your leader. Yeah. He's going to lead men. If you can't lead men, yeah. you can play some, but you're not going to play in one place very long if you're not a heck of a leader of men. Who is the best leader you ever were I've around? been around a lot of them, okay, and they're all different, right? right? They're all different. Brett Favre, Steve Young, Jeff Garcia could elevate a team with his leadership ability. Vic was much different, but a great leader. Lamar Jackson is a great, great He does it way differently. Yeah, you, you know, right. I mean, way differently. Flacco, you know, when he's winning games, they call him Joe Cool. For sure. When he's losing games, they go, it's apathy. He doesn't, right. you know, and and so uh, they they all led differently, uh, but they were all great leaders of men. And typically, you know what happens is they've kind of learned it since they were 8, 10, 12 years old, all the way through high school, all the way through college. And it just happens naturally. Uh, Jalen Hurts. Diligent, what yeah. a great leader he is! And you know, his dad was a high school coach. Sure. He grew around. He grew up around a lot of leaders. We're going to come back to that exact point because I want to ask Coach about Jalen Hurts a little bit more. Monday afternoon, quarterback with Coach Marty Mornowick in studio here on Nuanas Now ESPN Radio, presented by Dazzlers Car Wash. We got a fifty dollars gift card for you to Dazzlers. Call us right now. Car number six four zero six triple eight one zero two nine. That's triple eight. 1029 406 888 Car 6. Got a $50 gift card for you to Dazzler's Car Wash of Missoula. Uh, the, uh, the eternal debate Belichick or Brady? It was such the match made in heaven for so long. Yeah. And then when they split, it actually it seemed like both of them had some momentum because you, you got Brady winning a Super Bowl and Belichick drafting this kid out of. Uh, Alabama and looking like they, they might make a little bit of a push. But now both of them are bad. <laughs> you have to wonder if they're missing each other. Do we have any definitive who needs who more? Well, look, at you You can't split it like this. Uh, Tom Brady, one of the greatest quarterbacks in the history of the game, and Bill Belichick, one of the greatest coaches in the history of the game. And those two together, it reminds me of Joe Montana and Bill Walsh today. You know, Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes, all the great coaches had a great quarterback. All the great quarterbacks typically had a great coach, you know, so sure. uh, as long to win Super Bowls, I'm talking about. Sure. Winning Super Bowls. You know, there's been some Hall of Famers that, that jumped around from coach to coach. Great players can play for any type of coach, right? Right. But those ones who that coaching and that playing ability go hand in hand. And some of them, some of these coaches and players, Chuck Noll and Terry Bradshaw, all right, 
They didn't particularly like each other. And some of these guys, they didn't particularly sure. like, but they respected each other. Right. And, and that, goes, that goes a long way, and they could, they could trust, and they could communicate, right, even though they didn't love the guy, you know. So uh, I think that happens more often than people think. A couple texts from our uh, loyal listeners. One, they're referencing uh, my stat about road playoff wins, and they say uh, the Grizz won a road game when they beat Marshall in the national championship. Technically, it was at a quote-unquote neutral site when they beat Marshall in 95 in the national championship, but it was in Huntington, West Virginia at Marshall's home stadium. They had just determined that was the neutral site, and then the team that happened to be from that town that played in that stadium happened to make it to the national championship. So, you know, we did our Grizz Greats 25th anniversary podcast about that team, and they all told stories about how about 30 of the 33,000 people there were definitely pro-Marshall. So uh, maybe a caveat. Also worth noting that the Cats won at North Dakota State back in 1976 in the uh, semifinals of the playoffs. That just happened to be when Montana State was still playing Division Two. So in terms of FCS Division One, just one road win at Sam Houston last year for the Cats. And then uh, in the FCS playoffs, not the national championship, the playoffs, just the one uh, road win for the Grizz. So uh, basically, you're right. Basically, <laughs> you're right. That's right. With a little caveat. That's right. Thrown a little, in there. little nuance for yeah. sure. Uh, also, said it was reported today that Baker Mayfield requested that the team release him. Uh, yeah, that's yeah. that's true. Uh, they moved him to the third team uh, that's is right. what happened. That's right. And he said, hey, there's a couple guys injured. Let me go. That's right. Yeah, that happens sometimes. So, it's rare. Very rare. Very rare for sure. Uh, last big question for you, Coach, before we take a break. There just seems like sometimes in sports, not just football, that one team has another team's number. Yeah. And that's uh, that's the truth. I mean, you you coached on both sides of the Packers-Niners, and that, yeah. that that has had that for, you know, in the late 90s, early 2000s, it was like one or the other, one or the other, and whoever had the other team's number would have the upper hand. But right now, Cincinnati Bengals have the Kansas City Chiefs yeah. number. And they're the only team that's been able to say they have Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes' number since those yeah. two guys started doing it together. What's that dynamic like in the NFL? Well, it's typically when one team has another team's number, they're either just way better, which is not the case here. That's that's why right? it's interesting. Or or it's matchups. Sure. And so so uh, Cincy and and their style of play, right? So Cincy matches up pretty well with Kansas City and their style of play matches up on both sides of the ball with them. But yeah, there are there are some I remember my first years in Green Bay, Dallas had our number. Yeah, right. You know, until until we got better and they got worse, I think uh, in combination and I remember going to Minnesota. I mean, it was tough to beat Minnesota in Minnesota. Now we always got them at home. But they were kind of built for the indoors, you know. And then, and then uh, Philadelphia, we all, we had the Cowboys number, especially in the big games. Yeah, that's so true. I yep. mean, we demolished them in big games. One of my favorite Christmases ever was when we went in with our backup quarterback, Jeff Garcia, for all the marbles, right? Yeah. And the marbles were big here. <laughs> this was for the division, into the playoffs, all that, and just beat them up like a burrow mule in Dallas, in the Big D. And, and uh, you, you know, and we, we had the Giants number in big games, too, in Philly. You know, uh, uh, they would get us in the regular season on occasion, but we always got them at the end of the year or into the playoffs. And I've talked about this before. You know, our whole philosophy was getting the fellows being able to play their very best down the stretch and into the playoffs. And you can see that with select teams. I was thinking about you today, Mario Mornoweg, uh, Monday afternoon quarterback here on Nuanas Now. Uh, because the national guys were talking about 
the Bengals and the, and the hot streak that they're on right now. And the Bengals are definitely coming. Yep. But they were praising that they were giving up way less sacks. And they were saying it was all about the offensive line and the offensive line coach. And I, all I kept thinking was, Coach Marty's been saying this for weeks. It's because Burrow's getting the ball out. He took mm. nine sacks against Pittsburgh in the opener, and it was just embarrassing. And you were the one that first pointed out after week one. You said, man, you take nine sacks. That is not on the offensive line. That is on the quarterback. So, Well, you got you got to break it down, right? Sure. And, and, right. and, okay, where are they coming? Where do we got to get better? What, 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 how about the plan going? All those things. You've, you've got to do sort of after action uh, when something like that happens. So it doesn't happen again. But but it happened time and time again with Burrow. Uh, two-thirds of all sacks typically typically are quarterback-related. The quarterback could have done something right. uh, to not get sacked. Cheers and jeers plus Monday Night Football. Next, keep it right here, Monday afternoon. Quarterback with Coach Marty. It's Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio. Grizz Nation's favorite outfitter is the M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. And now the M Store has a brand new location in downtown Missoula. Come check out the new storefront located on the corner of Higgins and Broadway. The M Store in Missoula has been your Grizz gear headquarters for more than 10 years, offering some of the most original University of Montana gear you'll find anywhere in the Garden City. Next time you're downtown, swing in. Come by the M Store today and wear what the Grizz wear. Or shop online at MontanaMStore.com. Is Nuwana's now on 102.9 ESPN Radio Missoula. What's up, everybody? Welcome back. Nuwana's now ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, and the ESPN MT app. It is the Monday afternoon quarterback with Coach Marty Marty Mornowick in studio with us here on your radio dial. It's presented by Front Street Pizza, Rome Student Housing. And Dazzler's Car Wash. Appreciate those fine sponsors for their continued sponsorship. If you need somewhere to watch Monday Night Football, go check out the Silver Slipper. Silver Slipper has drink specials every day, 20 Kino machines, a liquor store, and pizza. There's nowhere else you should be watching your favorite team. At the Slipper, it's all about great food, tasty drinks, and the urge to have a good time. Their card room's also open, and it's been bumping in there the last couple times I've gone in there to make some sports betting wagers. Man, there's like... 20 people waiting in line to get in the card game. So it's flowing down there at the Slipper. Stop by and see why the Silver Slipper is one of Montana's best-kept secrets. A couple cheers, a couple jeers uh, from over the weekend. First of all, cheers to the Philadelphia Eagles for their uh, statement win over the Tennessee Titans. And uh, it's so interesting to watch young players evolve. But Jalen Hurts, he just is, as, uh, as the uh, the old sports center anchor would say, He's as cool as the other side of the pillow, man. He just looks so – he's just so smooth. And I think that everybody believes it now. Now that he's got 10, 11 wins under his belt, I think everybody starts to believe it. You've been around Jalen Hurts. I mean, is, is no. he this cool of a customer? No, he is. I, I coached him as a rookie. Look, the players knew it, even back then. Now, the fans may not have. The media may not have. And, and he is smooth as silk. But I will tell you. The man is diligent. For sure. And 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 all those great players that I've ever coached, publicly, they're pretty humble. Privately, the confidence is oozing out of their eyeballs. I mean, uh, just they think that they're Superman, and uh, they know that the hard work and preparation is one of the things 
that makes him Superman. And so this man is diligent, and players see that now. They and and then, and then we've talked about just being able to elevate a team. He's one of those guys that can elevate a team because of his hard work, his preparation, and the way he goes about his business. Cheers and jeers, jeers to the Denver Broncos. We already talked about that. They just can't score. I, I just I don't know how much longer the experiment can last. I actually think that Nathaniel Hackett has an advantage this being his first season. Because I don't think they're going to fire a guy halfway through year one. If this carries on all throughout this season, though, his window, his leash is going to be about one inch long coming into next year because they just they have not been able to get that it. That was a bad loss. A bad loss. So I mean, Lamar Jackson gets knocked out of the game. Out, You're winning. Up. Yeah. And, and, then, and then it goes all the way. Your defense can't stand up one more time. So that's crazy there right now. And I, I just don't see how they're that bad. I mean, if you, if you score one touchdown, you win that game, and they don't. They they lose ten to nine. Crazy. I would just be so mad if I was their defensive guys. Uh, we're up against it. So, uh, cheers to the Detroit Lions. I mean, they are actually coming, and they have a huge one against Minnesota this weekend in Detroit, and uh, they might be able to sneak into even the division title race there in the North. But either way, they could just they could stay uh, keep pushing for the. Uh, the playoff spots there uh, in the NFC. Cheers to the 49ers. That was a huge win uh, for San Francisco to get it done. Cheers to the, the uh, Los Angeles Chargers. Um, the Raiders are coming. The Raiders are definitely coming. They've looked better the last couple weeks. But if you got a kid like that playing quarterback for the Chargers, I mean, so much of their their flaws this year, it, it's twofold. One, they, they've had a hard time handling the hype, and they've also just had some systematic bad decisions in big moments in games. And the Chargers are definitely underachieving. Oh, definitely underachieving. But look, okay, you got to admit that, right? Right. So you can find the solutions, you get the corrections done, and and then move on fast because here comes another game. I don't think they're doing that very well. Sportsbet Montana has kiosks all around the state of Montana. You can go to their website, click on locations, and you will find a kiosk near you. You can also get this fancy Sportsbet MT app on your phone. That's what I got rolling right now. And uh, the Monday Night Football matchup tonight, <laughs> crazy how even just like two years ago, this would have been like this must-see TV, and it, it's still good, whatever. But the uh, the NFC South is just, man, I mean... The, the Falcons are below 500 and they're winning the division. But you got the uh, New Orleans Saints at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. The Bucks are minus three and a half. I don't even know what to think of these teams anymore, Coach. I believe Tom Brady and the Buccaneers, if they win tonight, will be two games up. Yeah. At six and six. That's right. Are you kidding me? Now I still believe uh, in the Tampa Bay Buccaneers because I think their defense has underachieved. For sure. I think they're playing, they're, they've got a good defense if they play up to their ability. And then they've got the great Tom Brady. Their back is still in the tub. He'll be back at some point. You know, they'll, they might have a chance of putting it together. It's been it's been really interesting to follow the Bucs this year because obviously the, the drama in Tom Brady's personal life has stolen all the headlines, but that's so far down the list to me of why they've struggled. I mean, they're... they're Best outside receiver, Mike Evans, has been both hurt and suspended. Yep. Chris Godwin, their slot guy, who was, it was one of the best slot guys in the league, he's coming off an ACL, and he's also had a hamstring all year long. Leonard Fournette, the big running back, like you said, he's been sitting in the, the cold tub all year long. They have rookies on the inside of the offensive. I mean, their offense is a mess, and yep. you have to feel bad for Tom Brady. I mean, you can't feel bad for Tom Brady. He's got yeah. the perfect life, but I mean, there's a lot of stuff going on. Yeah, there's no pity parties. In the NFL, ain't nobody feeling sorry for the great Tom Brady. <laughs> no, I, I guarantee you that. But he is so good that I wouldn't discount 
them putting it all together when they get some fellows back. Look, at you know, the injuries. We talked about that with the Grizz just a little bit. They got nicked up a little bit. But there's sometimes when you get so nicked up, yeah. there's, there's not a point of return unless you get the fellows back healthy or you go out and get a couple guys uh, in uh, before the trade deadline or off the street. Uh, and I've been there, done all of those things. Uh, and and you, it, it's just, it, you get to that point of no return. And the Buccaneers on offense, I think, got to that point. I think they're coming out of it now. Mr. Thing today's show, you can find it on the Nuanas Now podcast, probably presented by the M Store and the MSU Bookstore. Also, Grizz football season officially over, but Grizz basketball season heating up, and they are back home tomorrow night against South Dakota State. So we got a pair of tickets for you right now. Call number 2406-888-1029. That's 888-1029. Call right now. Call number 2. Got a pair of tickets for you. Grizz hoops at South Dakota State tomorrow, uh, 7 p.m. tip. I'll be there. Maybe we'll see you there. Call right now, 888-1029. Coach, thanks for being here, man. Always man, it was awesome. Uh, let, hey, let's rock and roll. Who are you rooting for? Do you root in the in the one double A playoffs? Who are man, you rooting for? I don't know. I would love to see the Cats get a shot at South Dakota State. I think that'd be a great matchup. But I just I hope the Big Sky is, is represented well because I think that the uh, the Big Sky was really good this year. We'll be back at you tomorrow with some talk on the FCS playoffs and some high school stuff as well. We'll see you then. It's Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio. I am here with Catherine DeLands of The Advocates. If you've been listening to ESPN Radio, you're familiar and you know if you've been in an accident, The Advocates can surely help you. What sort of expertise do you guys have when it comes to uh, any sort of personal injury accidents, things like that? Uh, It's all we practice. Uh, You're not going to get an attorney who's practicing family law or in court defending criminal cases. All we do is personal injury. We're a multi-state firm, but I'm right here in Missoula. So we have the backing of a large firm uh, with just years of expertise there, too. Free consultations. You can find out more by calling 406-640-4444 or by visiting online 24-7 montanaadvocates.com.